We've been going through the book of Genesis, and last week we got down, I think, to the end of verse 14, if I remember right, uh, Genesis chapter 6. Um, I remember that one uh, because of the comment that Jim had made as far as the gopher wood. I, I, I'd never heard that one before, and I thought that was pretty good. I, uh, and for those of you that might not have been here, he had made the mention that some people thought that, um, that, that Noah's kids had named the, what type, kind of wood it was because it was, you know, gopher wood, gopher wood. <laughs> but uh but no we don't know what gopher wood is but uh but it was a specific type of wood is what was made mention of last week uh just as uh, standpoints not only here but in other aspects of god's word that whenever god is specifically makes mention of something that that forbids anything else uh, and that we are to do exactly what he commands us. So, uh, but backing up just a little bit more, just kind of uh, uh, remind ourselves what we've got going on here. And beginning of chapter 6, we find that the world had gotten to the point uh, to where uh, man's heart was on, on evil continuously, as in verse 5 and in, verses, in verse 6. Uh, it says that the Lord was sorry that he had even made man. And so it had gotten so corrupt, the world had gotten so corrupt that God was sorrowful that he had made man. And But then he looked upon Noah and uh, he had found grace. Uh, Noah had found grace in God's eyes. So ultimately we have, um, well in verses 9 through 12, we show that uh, where it talks about Noah on how that he was uh, a righteous man in his generations, and it talks about Noah's sons, <clears throat> and going on down uh, into 13, we find where God comes to Noah and speaks to him and tells him how that uh, he was going to destroy the earth, and tells him how that he's going to ultimately save him and his sons and his and Noah's wife and his sons' wives and um, and all the animals that, that walked on the earth. So that gets us down to about 14 where uh, we find God telling him to make an ark and he tells him what to make it out of as far as the gopher wood. He tells him... Uh, that he's going to make rooms in it and how to seal it as far as with the pitch. Um, but getting into verse 15, which is, uh, we didn't get into that last week, but in verse 15 it talks about the size that he should make it. Now, uh, many of us may have heard the, the terms as cubics go before in the past, uh, but to the best of my knowledge, anyhow, a cubic was basically the measurement from the tip of your middle finger to your elbow, which is approximately 18 inches, if I'm not mistaken. Now, a couple of weeks ago when I was 
putting this together, I literally took a tape measure and measured mine just out of curiosity. And I want to say it was around 19 inches. So obviously, depending on who you are, how big you are, how tall you are, it's going to be a different measurement there. But from the the uh, general consensus, it's around 18 inches. And if I remember right, and I, I didn't look this up, but it seems like in some point in time in a Bible class somewhere, I'd heard, uh, made mention of a a royal cubic or king's cubic. Have you? Is that accurate, Jim? And that's a little bit bigger, correct? Is that around 20 inches? Okay, okay. And I, like, I don't know why that just hit me, but I just wanted to bring that up as well whenever we was talking about cubics. Um, and so as we look at this, and we look at verse 15, and it's talking about cubics, uh, it might give you a little bit more of an understanding as far as how big these things are. Uh, but in verse 15 of chapter 6, uh, where we're given the dimensions of the ark, it says, and this is how, how you shall make it. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubics, the width 50 cubics, and the height 30 cubics. Now, I'm reading from the New King James. Any of you that have the King James would have different uh, wordings there. But we have the length, the height, and the width of the ark. Now, just in case you were wondering, the I've got it converted out here somewhere, I think. Yep. Um, so using the standard 18 inches, like I said, is just you know the ideal uh, measurement there as far as a cubic go. And putting this into feet, you're looking about 450 feet long, 75 feet wide, and 45 feet tall. Uh, so, I mean, this is a fairly good-sized uh, uh, ship here. Now, we might get, might not think that's as big as what, you know, people back in this day might have thought was big because of the ships that we have. You know, some of these cruise ships that you might have been on or, or um, like an aircraft carrier or what have you, if you've gone down to, um, which I've never been to Charleston and look, but I'm assuming they have some kind of an aircraft, okay, um, so, I mean, you know, these things are, are pretty massive as well. But, you know, when we talk about the aspect of how this was built out of wood and built by, you know, as we talked about last week, just, I mean, very few people here going in the process here. Uh, as far as putting this together, this is a humongous ship. And... Uh, now, this is something that I've read, and I don't know how they figured this. I guess figuring off the dimensions and the fact that it's got three uh, stories here. Somehow or another, they figure up that uh, this would give Noah about 100,000 square feet of space uh, with a, once again, not too sure how they're figuring up the, the payload here, but they're, get, they're estimating a payload of about 32,000 tons so, like I said, I don't know how accurate those two numbers are, but someone that has a little bit more knowledge than I do about uh, being able to measure this stuff out, given these things, uh, that's the numbers they give. So just to give you an idea of the size of this ship. Um, but as we keep going, in verse 16, it says, mm-hmm, so if you look at a football field, standard football field is 100 yards, which would be about 300 
uh, feet. So you take a, a football field and a half, which would be you know, about 450 feet. Uh, the width of it, I'm not too sure. You know, I'm not a big you know, football person, so I don't know the exact width there, but I think je- uh, <laughs> well, you can get the length of it, and, and I mean, you know, the width of the, uh, it, so not quite as wide, is that what we come up with? Not quite as wide as a football field, but, okay, about half of a football field wide, um, and then football field and a half long. <clears throat> right, right. And like you said, we just don't know. Um I mean, apparently, which I made mention of last week, uh, or at least we we assume that there was more descriptions here that was actually given to Noah. But remember, this is uh, uh, Moses writing this uh, several years after this had happened. So, and this is all coming from uh, an inspiration of God. You're through Moses being put down. Uh, for us to to know about what was going on here, so um, so as we continue on though in verse sixteen, <coughs> it talks about how that he should put a window, <coughs> make a window for the ark, and how that it should be about a cubic from from the top, uh, and that he should put a door, uh, set the door of the ark in its side. And that's and end of part of this is where we find that it should have three decks ultimately or three levels um, within it to hold everything. Um, but as we look at these things and we look at the the dimensions of it, how he should make it, and how many uh, uh, levels he should put within it, there's something of pretty significance other than the fact of whether or not it was a, a, a I forget kill is that what. You may kill, uh, or it was a flat bottom, or what have you. There's something else that's kind of left out here that most ships would have. What not? What might that be? <laughs> An engine. Janice is waving her hand back and forth. A rudder. There we go. There, there's no way to direct it. No, nothing to uh, to to guide it as far as where to go, uh, which ultimately shows that. God's going to be the captain of the ship. You know, he's going to direct where the ark's going to ultimately go and, and, and how it should be. So I thought that was kind of interesting when you sit back and you look at it. In verse 17, uh, it says, And behold, I myself am bringing floodwaters on the earth to destroy uh, from under heaven all flesh which is in the, which is the breath of life, Everything that is on the earth shall die. Now, unless I miss something, in verse 17 is the first mentioning of how exactly God's going to destroy the earth. Yeah, I mean, we have assumptions ultimately before we get to this point because he's describing to him as far as how to make a, a big boat. Um, but here is where God is the first mentioning of where God is going to destroy the earth with with a flood, with the waters ultimately. Now in verse 18, it says, But I will establish my covenant with you, and you shall go into the ark, you, your sons, your wife, and your sons' wives with you. All right, now 
in verse 17, no, verse 18, we have ultimately God uh, making his covenant with Noah. Uh, and this is going to be the promise that's carried forth from Genesis chapter 3 and verse 15, uh, where God is, is telling Eve that through her seed, all, all will be blessed. I, I was trying to remember it exactly. Let's see. Genesis 3, verse 15 says, And I will put enmity in between you and the woman, or this is where he's speaking to Satan, and between your seed and her seed, he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. All right, so, but this is where uh, the promise there is going, being carried through. Yes, sir? As far as where God's telling Satan that you shall bruise, uh, or he will crush your head, or you shall, he shall bruise your head. Now, this is where God is speaking to Satan specifically, um, and it says that he shall bruise your head, ultimately meaning that Christ, uh, the Savior, will bruise the head of Satan, uh, but yet uh, Satan will bruise the heel of Christ is where this is being referenced to. Exactly, exactly. A major and a minor wound uh, because of the heel of, of Christ uh, being minor versus the head of Satan being a major. But yes, very good. Verse 18 is where uh, we find the, the covenant being continued on through Noah. Uh, and then verses 19 through 21 uh, is the basic inf uh, instruction of what's going to be done uh, because at the beginning of chapter 7 we'll find more of a, of a extended of what's going on uh, but basically he's telling God's telling Noah that uh, two of everything's going to be brought into the ark uh, and they, it'll be a male and a female of all the animals there and I guess of, of of importance that we need to make mention of here in chapter 20 or in verse 20 said it's everything after its own kind uh, is going to be brought into the ark um, and verses 21 says and you shall take uh, for yourself of all food <clears throat> that is eaten and you shall gather it to yourself and it shall be food for you and for them so he's going to also be taking food for this himself Verse 22 uh, shows Noah's response. Uh, because after all of these things are said, after God tells him how that he wants him to build this humongous uh, ship, how that he's going to want him to take uh, his sons, his sons' wives, his wife and himself, along with two of all the animals, onto this ark and uh, so that they can be saved from the rest of this world because of the floodwaters he's going to bring upon it. And verse 22 is Noah's response where it says, uh, Noah did <clears throat> according to all that God commanded him. All right, so here we have Noah uh, doesn't, it doesn't make, or it doesn't record of any kind of uh, complaint here. It doesn't record of anything that says, that he had argued or, or made mentions, this is going to be too hard or anything else, but yet that Noah had uh, said that he's going to, you know, he does all of all of that God had 
had made mention of. So, I finished up the last part of chapter 6 there fairly quickly, but anything that anybody might want to add to that before we jump on into chapter 7? The beginning part of chapter 7, the reason why I didn't get into it too much in chapter 6 as far as how he says that you know, two of every animal is going to be brought into the ark, is because in chapter 7 it goes into more detail here. In the beginning part of chapter 7 says, Then the Lord said to Noah, Come into the ark, you and all your household, because I have seen that you are righteous before me in this generation. Uh, Ultimately going back to, I think it was uh, verse 9. Yeah, verse 9 of chapter 6, making mention of how that he was righteous before him in this generation. You shall take with you seven of every clean animal, a male and his female, two each of animals that are unclean, a male and his female. Also seven each of birds of, of the air, male and female, and keep to keep the species alive on the face of the earth. All right, so here we find that God wants him to take seven of all the clean animals and two of all the unclean animals, and then also seven of all the birds. Just wanted to make sure that we understand that because a lot of the a lot of people think of the two by two. Even you know when you look at uh, uh, say even nursery sets or something, you know it shows two of all the animals going up in there. But absolutely, or it was already in place at some you know because even back during Cain and Abel. <coughs> We find them offering sacrifices that we don't, you know, prior to that, we don't read any um, discussion as far as how to even offer a sacrifice, but yet Cain's was uh, was not accepted. So apparently there was obviously something there. And now we can, and to go along with what Jim was making mention of, we can see glimpses of it uh, through portions of the Old Testament. One of them that I think of is Mekilzadek, which... Um, Abraham paid tithes to, which once again, we wouldn't have heard anything about paying tithes. Um, And this is obviously before the law of Moses because Moses came through Abraham. Um, So anything, Jeremy, did you have your hand up? To my knowledge, that's the way it is. Now, I was reading a commentary somewhere along the line, and, and I don't remember what commentary it was, that had made mention of, how that the seven of the clean animals could possibly have been food as well, but I don't know about that. And I to my knowledge, it hasn't been you know, set forth that they can eat of animals yet. As far as the oh, so you so you feel that uh, that it was after the Garden of Eden when when God had killed the first uh, animals for the clothing of them that they became carnivores at that time, right? Or it could have been, as what was made mention of earlier, as far as the clean and unclean animals for sacrifices as well, because it's what, when, when we'll get to it, but when Noah gets off the ark, he uh, makes sacrifices as well. So, Right, it could be, um, but you know, we'll learn that he's been, they'd be on this ark for... Uh, I forget the exact number, but I, I want to say it's right around a year. So, I mean, there's good possibility that more were born during that time. 
<clears throat> but anyhow, good good thoughts or comments. Anything else as far as this goes? As far as the seven clean animals, seven of every clean animal, two of every unclean animal, and the seven of all the birds of the air. They didn't all have to be um, completely matured animals. They could have been uh, baby animals. And is what I was going to bring out later on is that the idea that it was very uh, likely that God had ultimately had brought these animals to him, not uh, Moses had went out and searched and hunted and, and drove them into the ark, but yet God had brought them to Noah just as God brought the animals to Adam to name. Um, so, yes. Well, that's what Jim was making mention of earlier is that he felt that in, you know, once again, we, we don't, I don't, well, I don't, anyhow, as far as in the Garden of Eden, uh, in chapter 3, after God had, had sacrificed the animals, that it could have been that the fear of the animals was instated at that point in time. What's that? Oh, the babies, yes, that, it could have been. Absolutely. Well, I mean, it would be, you know, it'd be really hard for him to catch all the birds as well, though. You know, and that was my first thought was you. Know, all right, so we have uh, the the specific number as far as who, how many to bring and what have you. Then in verse 4 of chapter 7, it talks about how that after seven more days, I'll cause it to rain on the earth 40 days and 40 nights, and I will destroy from the face of the earth all, all living things that I have made. Uh, in verse 5, it says, And Noah did according to all that the Lord had commanded him. So here we have, not only did, did Noah you know, build this ark and get all this food together to put onto the ark and, and had brought, or, or God had brought all the animals to him, but he, you know, I'm sure, kind of put them in their own little specific spots in the ark and everything. But anyhow... He had done all of this a week before anything had happened. So seven days before uh, it even started to rain uh, or anything indicating that there was going to be any kind of a flood of some sort, God tells him to get on the ark. So in the fact that verse 5 says, and Noah did according to all that the Lord had commanded him, shows us even still uh, the, the faith that Noah has for God to get on this ark with all these animals and ultimately start working right away as far as feeding the animals, you're taking care of them. You know, I'm sure that there had to been some kind of cleaning up after them at some, some, to some extent. Um, a week before water even came on uh, or it started to rain or anything, which... I started to think about that, and in thinking about that, I was wondering, well, why would this have had to happen a week before? And <clears throat> the only thing that I could come up with, what were you saying? Now, that's, that's a good point. I didn't think about it in that standpoint, as far as there being a training period for Noah and his sons and their wives, as far as being on the ark and, and, and what they're going to be doing <clears throat> before anything happened. Any other thoughts or comments before I make mention of anything? All right. Well, my thought <clears throat> was more on the aspect of as far as if we waited until it started to rain, 
man, all them people that Noah was preaching to, man, they're all, oh, yeah, we believe now. You know, and they're wanting to get on. <clears throat> but yet, God had them get on a week before anything happened and sealed the door so that when, uh, when something started to happen, that there was no, nobody getting on there, no stowaways or anything uh, before the rain started happening. But going through, and in, in a lot of chapter 7 here was a lot of repetition. But in verse 6, it shows how old Noah was when the flood water started to, to come onto the earth. And then verses 7, 7 through 10, it, it just goes on and you, we'll just read it real quick. Verse 7 says, And Noah and his sons and his wives, his wife and his son's wives went into the ark because of the waters, uh, because of the waters of the flood, of clean animals and of, of animals that are unclean, of birds and of everything that creeps on the earth. Two by two they went in to the ark to Noah, male and female, as God had commanded Noah. And it came to pass after seven days that the waters of the flood were on the earth. And then in verse 11 it says, um, In the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, the 17th day of the month, on that day all the fountains of the great deep were broken up and windows and the windows of heaven were opened. And it rained on the earth 40 days and 40 nights. All right, real quick. Uh, the fountains of the deep. I tried to find as much information as I could on the fountains of the deep. Uh, <clears throat> but the best I could find is that apparently it was something under the ocean that had burst forth. And uh, just a real quick synopsis of what we got going on here is that from what I was reading is that uh, the, the basically ground floor of the ocean had, had broken open and waters were coming up from that to help uh, uh, rapidly flood the earth along with the rain that was coming down from heaven, which is where the, the windows of heaven were opened. Uh, and as last week was made mention from uh, someone, how that they, uh, which I'd heard this, this aspect as well as far as uh, the earth being uh, in like a, a, a dome aspect, protecting the earth and also keeping the plants moist because it hadn't rained uh, and to this point on the earth, from my understandings at least, and that the dew of the ground was what was watering the plants. Um, and so we have all of this going on <clears throat> as far as that dome breaking open, the rain coming down, uh, the, uh, the fountains of the deep were broken up in the ocean floor, which was causing it to flood even more rapidly uh, to where everything was being covered in water. Now, a side note on the... Uh, floor being broken open was the thought of it possibly being uh, the ability for the flood waters to drain a little more rapidly uh, whenever uh, the rain had stopped and the flood was ending and God was allowing the waters to go back down into the holes in the ocean floor. Now, whether or not he sealed that back up, I would assume. I don't know. I don't know how that worked. But I did read something uh, this morning, actually, when I was reading back over everything, uh, and how that even in volcanoes, I want to say that it was 
70% of what comes out of a volcano is water, which I thought was pretty interesting. Most of it's in the form of a mist or a, a vapor, I guess you could say, because of the heat that comes out with it. So I thought that was pretty interesting. I did not know that. But any other thoughts or comments before we close out? Yes, sir. Exactly, exactly. And, I, and I'm glad you brought that up because I thought it was coming up sooner than it did, but it was uh, after these things because I think it's in verse 13 or verse 14 it talks about how that you all they they started to get into the ark once again and we've already read how it started to to flood already so just going back over it uh, once again and and like you said going into more detail each time but our time is way up I appreciate your comments and attention